power of love exceeds the love for power, the world will know peace. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wanjiro Kaburu's Vibes. In this episode, I am going to talk about love. And it's my hope that as you listen in, you will get to reflect on this powerful thing and use it to transform yourself and to change the world around you. I will start off by preaching a bit because I don't think it's possible to talk about love without talking about the origin of it. I am a Christian, so I will draw a verse from the Bible. In Matthew chapter 22 verse 37, Jesus responds to the disciples when they ask what the greatest commandment is. And this is what he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Then on verse 39, he goes on to say, and the second one is just like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, every time I read those two verses or I reflect on love from God's perspective, I feel like it's the solution to everything. It is just what we need to create a beautiful world or what you'd like to call heaven on earth. But look at these words critically. Loving the Lord your God with your heart, soul, and mind, and then loving your neighbor. Mark this as yourself. When I released my first book, The Power of Self-Love, it was met with different kind of interpretation and at some point judgment. Because when someone reads the title, The Power of Self-Love, some are curious, but others are so quick to judge. And this sometimes is interpreted as being selfish. How does someone sit down and write a whole book about self-love? Let me let you in on a little something. I believe that you can't give what you don't have. It's not just a belief, it's a fact. You cannot give what you do not have. And throughout my journey and experiences, I learned that I thought I loved people. I was able to forgive people and live with people, but I was never able to forgive myself or cut myself some slack or be nice to myself. I was not able to love myself. And I realized that this was being projected on people subconsciously. I learned that it is only by loving myself that I can be able to love others. And loving is about, first of all, getting to know who you really are. And I've mentioned that I'm a Christian, so the first thing that I tell myself I am is I'm a child of the Most High God. And that is something God has put in the open. You and I are His children. Now the responsibility is for us to own that, accept it, and live like people who know that they are children of the Heavenly Father. And self-awareness is also getting to know your purpose in this world, making it your core business to know what you are brought to do in this world. 
or your purpose in every situation that you're in, in that team that you work with, in that organization, in that family, in that group of friends that you're in, in that neighborhood, in your lifetime, what is your purpose? It is part of self-awareness and getting to know yourself and who you are and what you're here for to that depth. And only loving yourself can enable you or charge you to get to want to really know what you're here for. Then it has aspects of being able to forgive yourself because you're a human being. And then you have to commit to this purpose that you find. So when I talk about self-love, it's a mix of so many things. And it is, I usually say it is the key that unlocked the doors to what confidence to pursuant of my purpose to living every day and trying because i'm a human being i only try to live each day towards fulfilling the purpose that god has for me here so this verse helps me really understand that god meant for us to love ourselves have you heard that second part of love and the second part is just like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. So it has to begin with you. You have to learn to love yourself because when you do, then you're able to project this love to others, to your work, to the things you do because you are a joyous, positive attitude, full of energy, very, living a very purposeful life. And these will reflect in everything you do, in everyone you meet, in your conversations, on your face, it shows. And ladies and gentlemen, you have no idea the doors, just learning to love myself. I usually say, I did not just learn to love myself. I learned to fall in love. I fell in love with the person I am with all the flaws, with all the scars, with all the weaknesses, those dawns are part of the rose that I am. But then how do you learn to love yourself? I also realize that you can't love yourself if you don't learn how to receive the love from the source of love, and that is God. You know, God's love is unconditional. It's there. But what I learned is that so many of us don't know how to receive this love. We don't know how to claim it and to have it and to walk and live like we have the knowledge that God loves us unconditionally. And the, some part of receiving it is loving him back. Being more concerned, as I said, with who you are, what he has brought you here to do. So this commandment of loving the Lord your God and then your neighbor as yourself feels to me like the manual we need to live through life. The manual we need to make a difference in this world. Last week on Thursday, when I was listening to my chaplain at Dedan Kemadi University of Technology, Father Charles Kenua, a.k.a. Father CK, 
preach on God's purpose. There's one point that really relates to what I'm talking about today. And it was God did, or Jesus during his ministries, did everything driven by compassion. It was not to be seen or for people to realize that he is God. I don't think he needed to prove to anyone that he was God. He did the acts he did out of compassion. And this came as a point of the things you need to do or to be keen on if you want to realize and live your purpose. This is what the sermon was about. So I sat there thinking that God is God. He still did these amazing things. He used the power he had as God to do amazing things to people, but out of compassion. And this is what he teaches that should be the drive behind everything we do. You don't get to do good to the other person because you know them. You don't get to smile or show kindness to a person because they're your parent, they're your sibling, they're people you know. And because the truth is we are humanity. We are cut from the same cloth. How about we all choose to do something good to everyone because they are human beings? Because just like you, they are children of God. And then again, do to others what you'd like done unto you. Love is around everything. And sometimes when you're going up and down looking for solutions to the illness that is ailing this world, it's right there below our noses. Love. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what you think about when you think of love, but it is as simple as being merciful, being kind to yourself and to others, using your competencies in your place of work. Don't do a good job or dedicate yourself to work or work just because you're getting paid at the end of the month or at the end of the day or in hours. Do that out of compassion. Let love be seen in everything you do in that office. Start new initiatives, innovations, be more creative at work and be more productive and add more value, not to be seen and be promoted, but out of love and compassion. In our families, in the streets, in the groups that we are part of, everything you talk, say, do, let love be seen it, and not because you want to make more friends, not because you want to be likable than everyone else in the room, but out of compassion. And you will see the world change around you. We will see the world change if we learn to use love as the powerful tool that it is.
My call to me and you through this episode is to take love seriously. It is the most powerful weapon, I would say, to change the world. If we chose to do everything and say everything guided and inspired by love, we will have peace in our hearts and peace in our world. As I started with the quote, I am going to reiterate on it. It's a quote that I came through as I was reading the book, The Five AM Club by Robin Sharma. And it got me smiling and really thinking about the great men and women that I've read about and what really helped them change the world. The likes of Mahatma Gandhi, Mother Teresa, and many more. It is love that led their way. It is love that helped them make the sacrifices that needed to be made. And ultimately, they changed the world in their own ways. Think about how you can use all you are inspired by love to make a difference in this world. Because indeed, when the power of love will exceed the love for power, the world will know peace, and I dare say not just peace, but progress, unity, and allness. 